when you think about religions what is the purpose of a religion what do you think control. huh control control okay <laughs> okay be nice to each other i can see both yeah okay give our life meaning yeah and okay okay wonderful anything find peace okay find peace yeah anything community okay connection with the god okay anything else i think also that we have so many different religions mm-hmm. because a religion will match our temperament or our also our place in our path for enlightenment mm-hmm. so that's why some you know fine you know do not try to judge a one from following that religion because that matches their temperament mm-hmm. okay anything Okay, very good. So I agree with all of them. So last night I had the conversation with uh, one of my brother monks. So it was very interesting. I was thinking even I'm agreeing with all of them. Uh, sometimes these religions are so dangerous. so dangerous because people are dividing to different groups why is that why i am telling that because of one incident one of our friends um he is coming from sri lanka the girlfriend he met here okay so in this country so the very young people two people both are very young now they are in a relationship 7 years together according to their story they said i know them re- really clo- you know, very closely our relationship lasts 7 years unbelievable for me we never had even one argument 7 years that much we love each other now because of their religious belief they are separated so difficult for both of them because one side of the you know you know girl side is very strict about the religion they want to sign all the documents how they are going to raised according to her religion more than the girl the mother of the girl then priest came to the meeting if you are not signing the documents the way they are going to raise the children they don't know they are going to make the children <laughs> still if they don't sign the documents according to our belief we all go to hell now the second time they organize their wedding day and everything you know i am the one planning to do the wedding so now again they cancel the second time now they are not sure about it so then i was thinking there are so many important things in religions people can learn as you said very peaceful community come together learn looking for the truth and same time it is people are separating because of their belief system it is really sad side of that and also 
can you see in the world name of the same God? How many people killing each other? How many people killing each other? Name of the same God. I'm not going to talk about the religion today. That's not my goal. Sometime we have to think about it, how we are going to understand, how we are going to process about it. The religions are good, but we have to be very carefully observe and learn from the religion. Even now we call the Buddhism also religion. But Buddha didn't make the Buddhism. People made the Buddhism. So, and also then I was thinking last night, I didn't sleep that many hours, I was thinking about these things. I think I, I slept last night like four hours. I, you know, I went to the bed at midnight, then I woke up 4.30 again. <laughs> and so then, now I'm sitting and thinking, hmm, it's very interesting things happening in this world. Then I was thinking some religions, how they started, origin of those religions, some religions. Some religions I can see, maybe there was a one man, so a dream. After seeing a dream, he went to the mountain. Then he started to pray. Then he realized something, whatever dream he dreamed about. <laughs> you know, there are lots of details on the religions, right? So, sometimes they are talking about the dream state of mind. Then I was thinking about the nature of the Buddha's teaching, you know, the beginning of his teaching. So then he is going opposite direction. He said, my teaching is not a dream, it's a dream, awakening of the dream of existence. That's what Buddha was talking about. I am going to ask people to awake from the dream of existence. We all are in a dream, we have to wake up from that dream. Now think about our life every day, regular life, our, all our lives. Always we are telling people, you have to have a dream. If you don't have a dream, you are going to fail. <laughs> you have to dream about something all the time. Now we were dreaming, now think about your age. From the day you know about your life, understand a little bit better after you grow, then you are thinking, I want to have a dream, I want to have a goal. Then you are dreaming about and dreaming and dreaming. You receive so many things about dream with your dream. Now, I am asking, in your dream, whatever you gain or receive in your life, are you content about it? Many people, when I talk to them, they are not. Then Buddha said, always in a dream state of mind, it doesn't work. <laughs> you have to wake up from that dream. Then you can find the, the truth, what Nick said, the reality of life. So then Buddha going opposite of the dream. It's so interesting to me. It is very interesting. Now, there is a word in the Sanskrit language, in Sanskrit language, you know, so many words. You heard the word dharma wheel. You heard that word? Dharma wheel? What is the dharma wheel? Wheel, you know English word, wheel, right? What is Dharma wheel? <coughs> hmm? Eightfold path. When we say a wheel, it is a circle. <laughs> right? You know, like this, you know, wheel. 
So when we say wheel, wheel for what? When we have wheel, what we can do with the wheel? Yes, or we can spin it. So then Buddha said, I didn't dream about, I didn't dream nothing, <laughs> dream nothing. What I did, I didn't find something new being the Buddha. I didn't find something new being the Buddha, dreaming about something. I hear somebody's voice talking from the heaven and talking to me, then I figure it out something. He said, no, I didn't do that. What I did, whatever already have in this existence, I take it out. Then I show it to you. Today, this morning, I lost something, you know, somebody gave me something yesterday. You know, being busy and running around, I put it somewhere else. I cannot remember. Then everyone monks are laughing, oh my God, your mindfulness teacher, what is your mindfulness? <laughs> then I said, forgetting about things and mindfulness is a little bit different, right? When I have so many things. Now I'm talking to Bikini, then somebody will come and talk to me, then somebody will come and give it to me, give some a package to me or something like that. Then I have so many things handling, at the same time, then I have to give it to somebody, then I cannot remember, oh my God. Actually, somebody gave a check last night. It's a big amount. <laughs> so I cannot remember where is this check. <laughs> you know, now I am responsible for that. So then anyway, so then uh, he said, now then what Buddha said, I found it. Something is hidden. I took it out. Then I show it to you. That is the Dharma wheel. Does it make sense? So, after I found that truth or dharma wheel, what I did? Th then he said he found a wheel. <laughs> that means that wheel was there before. It was hidden. Whatever it was hidden, he took it out with his practice. He spin it. That's why we call the spin the dharma wheel. He spin it. 2600 years ago. Now still spinning. <laughs> right? Still spinning. You know, spinning and spinning. So when we spin something, the first day, the strength of that spinning is very powerful. The energy, the vibration is so powerful. If that vibration is so powerful, people feel it. That's why many people felt the power of the Buddha many, many hundreds and thousands of years ago. Now I am talking to you 2600 years later. It is not powerful. Some. Some energy is there, but why? Now what is happening this wheel? What is happening now? Slow down. It is slowing down now. Now, according to the history, it says this spinning part of this wheel going to work, according to the history of the Buddhist teaching, 5,000 years. Now, we are half done. But still, good thing about it, still it is spinning. So that's why still we exist here in this place, to learn. 
So the sad part about it, Buddha worked so hard to find this wheel. He, according to his story, he worked, you know, thousands of millions of lifetime to become a nurse. How many years you had to go to school? Two, two or three or something like that, maybe four. Then you can become a nurse. Become a Buddha. Countless eons. <laughs> he went to school. Then he became a Buddha to that hard to find this wheel. Then he found it. Now, when I was in Malaysia, Malaysian Buddhist people are very devotional. Very devotional. One day, actually in Singapore, so I was walking around the Bodhi tree, they have big Bodhi tree, one man came, Bhante, Bhante, I need some blessing. I said, sure, I have something to bless. I said, okay, I don't know. He put the, you know, his pocket and tried to grab something. He gave me something, please bless it for me. Then I was looking at it. Can you believe what is there? Lottery ticket. Lotto, lotto, lottery ticket. So, please pray for it. Please pray for this ticket. I want to get the millions. Then he said, I know you are a good monk. Maybe I can win. I said, I'm very sorry. We call the brother and sister. That's how they address to each other. I said, brother, I'm very sorry. I don't want to make you disappointed. I can pray for it, but I, there is no guarantee <laughs> you will win this ticket. Then he grabbed it angrily. Maybe you are not good monk. <laughs> he just walked away. It's happened to me many times in a Malaysian Kuala Lumpur airport. Every time when I go through in the custom or immigration, always they bring tickets. <laughs> then that time I felt so sad. This Buddha, Prince Siddhartha, works millions of millions of years and lifetime to find this wheel to show the truth to the world. But this delusional, ignorance people <laughs> using that powerful teaching to win a lottery ticket. How sad. That's what happened 2600 years later. So what I'm asking, don't use this teaching to be in a dream, to gain something material. Don't do that. That's the sad part. Please come and sit down, go inward, look within what exactly happening here in your mind. Please wake up from that dream. The good thing about this teaching even 2600 years later, still you can find the taste of this teaching. Buddha knew this will happen one day. For that, he gave a plan too before he passed away. 
This is what he said. In one sutra, one teaching, Buddha said, There is a man walking middle of the thick jungle or forest. When we walk in the middle of the forest, it's so beautiful. Actually, I, I, I was thinking same teaching when I was in Greece. We went to, uh, you know, the, like, watch, you know, see some ruins. That's how they found that city. One day, this man, middle of this thick jungle or forest, he was enjoying it. He see little piece of brick. Little piece of brick, middle of that forest. Then he is thinking, he is smart. How come there is a little piece of brick middle of this forest? He is so curious. When you see something like that, always you are concerning how you are going to find a little piece of brick middle of nowhere. Then what you are doing, if you are smart? What do you do? Digging and looking around. Then he found another little piece. Now he feel maybe there was something. Then he start to dig, dig, and dig, and dig. Then what will happen? Oh, there's a steps, staircase. There is a window. There is a door. There was a room. Then he claimed whole city because of that little piece of brick. You have seen those kind of ruins? When I was in Greece, Greece, I exactly saw one man playing in the, in the middle of the jungle. He saw little, you know, the stone. He was thinking, how come there is this stone? Then he started to dig. Now whole city was there. They are believing maybe 5,000 years ago. Whole city. I cannot even believe it. What I saw. Rooms and everything. So now 2,600 years later, Still, we have these ruins. You are so lucky. You have these ruins. Now, when you are walking around this murky world, once in a while, you can see, you can pick those little bricks, pieces. Don't kick them and walk away. <laughs> pick it. Looking at it. This is it. I am going to search. I am going to make a research. I'm going to find what it is. That's the way to learn. Then Buddha said, many thousand years later, that's what happened to my teaching too. Now, today, in our life, in this modern world, I think, not the piece of bricks, still we have whole brick here. Still we have whole brick. That means you are very fortunate. <laughs> you are so lucky. So, looking at that break, try to figure out everything about your life. That's what we call Dharma wheel. Then we call the Eightfold Path, whatever you want to say about it. That's how Buddha was teaching about how to wake up from the dream. Otherwise, this teaching also become another voice of somebody, another dream of somebody. I really don't like to give those kind of teaching to the Buddha. So when we go to the religion side of the Buddha's teaching, no, not the Buddha's teaching, Buddhism, then you can see all those junk in, in that process too. But I'm asking you all, don't get into that garbage pile. 
is full of garbage. If you can make compost from that garbage and grow yourself in that garbage pile, you are the best, luckiest, strong human being. Garbage is good. I'm always telling people garbage is very good. Don't hate garbage because garbage turns into compost. So you have to be smart enough how I'm going to make this garbage and turn into my practice. Does it make sense? So therefore I'm asking you, don't look at the Buddha's teaching as a dream. This is a real, this is real practice. It is a gem, it's a process. Buddha cannot take you to the enlightenment. But Buddha can show you the path. So still he left something beautiful all of us. So every time, every day, when I learn and when I practice, when I experience these things, I feel so happy. I feel Buddha, right now, while I am driving my car, I'm, I'm going to bow to you. I'm so grateful to you. No need to come to the Blue Lotus Temple and sit down in front of him here in this Buddha statue, you know, driving from somewhere a long way, long distance. I realize how wonderful he's teaching. Now I'm so grateful to you. That's my gratitude to Buddha. More you understand about yourself, more you see your Buddha nature inside you, that much respect you have to the Buddha, who is already gone in this history, but that means you experience your inner Buddha strength when you experience that. Does it make sense? Therefore, I'm asking for you, go and dig. <laughs> go and find that city. Not in a dream. Okay, so thank you so much this morning. And so I hope to see you everybody in this you know afternoon. Let's have a little party because we are doing lots of meditation classes here. Today is we are going to do a little meditation, but it's a fun event. Okay, this is our family event. Okay, now we have our little Buddhas. Okay. Okay, I have one thing to talk. Um, today, my uh, I know I'm not here many, many times, but Bhikkhuni and other monks running the temple, and so I'm so grateful for all of them. So this is my last talk for the summer. So because I'm leaving uh, 23rd to Europe, and three weeks I'm teaching there, then Dubai, then go to Sri Lanka for the annual charity project, then I will come back again um, August 22nd. <laughs> okay, that's the plan. So, um, I love this place. We all created this place. When we get this building, um, after we get this building, we did lots of renovations to make this place so beautiful. You can see many people when they come to the temple, they love this place as our spiritual sanctuary. Now we have one last things to do in this building, which is the roof. Now it start to leak. So you know this is a very old building, even it is looks so beautiful. Now we you know we had a really difficult time during the winter. It's a big leak, you know. So now we have to replace the roof. So now it is coming to me now and find the money. So we have to raise $30,000 to fix the roof. You know, so 
already we started the gofund you know the page and now people start to contribute it and so end of this uh, summer we are we are planning to replace the roof if anybody want to contribute you know please go to uh, gofund page you can do it if you want to avoid you know i'm asking if you are planning to give a little bigger donation to avoid the charges i am always asking because every penny is really valuable to us please write a check so and also please talk to the friends and is there anything you can do to help you know the, make the roof better and you know save our place i'm so grateful for that usually um last 17 years when i run this place i never ever ask anything for my personal life to live my life here however i made my life with my work other work so but i am so happy to ask for the temple but don't feel oh my god now this temple also asking money now like other places sometimes people are tired when we ask about the money but i don't want anything from your wallet with guilt i need whatever 50 cents you are even donating for this cause it has to come from your right place right heart how much you feel about your practice that's how you feel about your generosity so that means i am not asking thousands of thousands of dollars if you can great one big check right and i am asking even 1 dollar 5 dollar you know donate to your starbucks you know i am going to donate my starbucks today to the temple for the roof that means we are leaving this now is 100 and almost 120 years old this building we have to leave this place when we leave this world so many other generations in this existence that's what i love about this place please consider that and think about it i'm so grateful for that so one last thing um October 28th uh, we are planning for our annual precept taking ceremony uh, for this year if you are going to take the precepts um this year i'm going to make it a little bit strict <laughs> and so um strict means not in a bad way and so i want to see the real process is happening not just taking the precepts and if you have any question about taking the precepts october 28th uh, please talk into the bikuni uh, she is going to explain to you and also she is planning to do a couple of uh, classes and introduction to the precepts and please consider that um anything else bikuni that's it right um that's it yeah that's it right now. okay that's we'll good have a sign up sheet yeah we are going to have a sign up sheet uh, soon